0: All right. How are you here? We are here. We're talking about kicking it off early summer, fast forward <laughs> at the tail end of summer. And, and we're we already we behind the mic. Like,
1: how did we well we'll talk about all that. Cause how we got here is crazy. But let's just I guess let's tell the people who who are we? Who is black motives?
0: You no, know, I'm just a, a chill dude, you know, with a lot of perspective. Well traveled. An individual that, yes, like, well just... traveled. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, well yeah. traveled. Been, been a few places, you know, passport inked up a little bit. We are all aware. You know, but, you know, I'm, I'm really just a, the type of person that observe, you know, develop my own perspective in life. And I think when we kind of came across each other's path, and then fast forward and started talking about, like, what the podcast, out of line, you know, would mean for right, the culture, right. for the people... It just kind of made sense, so I was like, "You the right person, you know, to go ahead and vibe with on that type of level." So, right, you know, here we are. So tell okay. the people who Sir Day is.
1: Child, the, pe- the people don't need to know nothing on today. <laughs> they gonna <laughs> they gonna find out on today. But I mean, at the end of the day, we all know I came out the womb switching and bitching, so they gonna see that up and through this podcast, and then of course. Just here to challenge minds and change lives. Shout out to the Jackson State University. Shout out to our HBCUs. Yeah,
0: big rollover
1: here. Right, right. But ultimately, we here to just bring, like you said, our perspective, all the crazy conversations I've had with friends across the board. I was like, "Yo, this needs to be. There needs to be like an audience to just hear this crazy shit." But like, I just couldn't figure out who should be across from the mic and then I met you and I was like bet yeah, say yeah. less say less but how we met right how let's met take though. it back let's take it back oh, bro, that so shit how crazy. we met how we met so you both of us was working at <laughs> university in Missouri which is the HBCU in Jefferson City Missouri small town everything closed at like two o'clock
0: nah you OD with it man that shit I mean it did close early though especially considering we from like bigger cities and so everything closed like on average about 9 so that shit was hella early right so
1: small town period small town like
0: black people scarce it's like a needle in a haystack. <laughs> and but you out there really with the needles in a haystack. Right, right. You, you right. feel me? You know. So, so yes,
1: enough about the scenery because we're gonna give y'all more. So we are all in our professional journey. Um, I got to Lincoln in twenty fourteen and I think got I got that twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Bet, yeah. bet. So the last the way I remember it is we had a dream team at university because yeah. a lot
0: of us started all at the same time. When we say dream team, though, we had like a dynamic group of young black professionals From that everywhere. were hungry and just had the skill set, correct, the ability to move. HBCUs for like, and y'all will hear a little bit about my passion for HBCUs, but yeah, we had a, we had a, a collective of young black professionals, Dope. you know, just from every angle on every, every level, bro. Like, you know, it was, it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen right. as a collective of black yes. people in my life, you know, yes. in terms of active, you know, commitment to doing something bigger than us. Right. You know, so that's the dream.
1: That's the dream team. So, and the dream team will be on the show, you know, some episodes later. But so pretty much you got this dynamic team of professionals from everywhere in this small town ready to change this HVCU. Yeah. So again, and this came from the students. Like, we didn't even make up that name. The nah, students was like, exactly. this is the dream team. They're here to shake shit up. So fast forward to January. Uh, somebody comes in my office and they're like, "Yo, who's the newest member to the dream team?" And I'm like, "Who? What? First of all, ain't I ain't vetted nobody? I don't know what you're talking about." And they was like, "There's a new a new cat here on campus." <laughs> and of course, in just my De Rico fashion, you know, I was like, "Well, is he cute? Like, where he at? Who is he? Who? Out of line. Who, who is this man? Out of man line.
0: First quarter.
1: <laughs> who is this man about?" Um, and then eventually we crossed paths outside of work first before we even met professionally. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we was at a party. Mm-hmm. Well, it was it was um, Chio and Peggy's yes uh, event. Wait, we have to we got to explain to okay.
0: them who Chio and Peggy. I'll explain Chio. You you. I you got take. you. Okay, so Chio Chio is like that uncle, that best friend, that that dude like. You know, for any any young black man, like when I when I engage with people, I always say like, you find you somebody that you can, you know, confide in that you can, right. you know, be a hundred with. You right. know, like, it can be like an uncle form. It could be your big homie, it could be your big brother, but like somebody that you can just be a hundred with, right? You feel me? And so Chio, Chio like that dude, but he like also a smooth cat with it. Very you feel me? Real reserved, lay low, tight. He's still type. a clown, though. You feel me? He, hey, he's he, go he, go get on your ass now. <laughs> you feel me? But also like he has a, a certain reservation, and I kind of see that in myself. So then I'm like, okay, he cool people, and then on the professional scene. Like, bruh, you know, rocking shit. You right. hear me? And then I eventually end up working for him, well, up under him. And right. so that was that was another, like, dynamic within, like, our friendship right. that I think opened avenues for other friendships. So his wife, Peggy, yes. a clown. So, <laughs> Peggy is a clown. Um, Peggy be switching And
1: bitching as well But <laughs> Just think about Peggy As like Soon as she see you She the one that's just Gonna start roasting you Like all Oh look at this motherfucker He got on pink shoes Da 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 <laughs> Like She's just always All jokes Ready to go Life of the party um, And the funny thing is I don't even think you noticed, But like Peggy ain't even wanna fuck with me In the beginning Oh uh, no. Nah. Right. Cause like Chio was trying to introduce us and she was like, no, nah, I'm good. Like I uh, just yeah. I don't think I can do him. But to put things in perspective for you all is pretty much Chio and Peggy were are like our godparents in a way. Especially mm-hmm. in this town in Missouri, in Jeff City, as we're building community and family, they were like the godparents. Right, right. Um, so they're hosting a gathering mm-hmm.
0: and Yeah, I'm new I'm new kid on the block. New so kid on the block. So, so you know, Real recognized, real. Chio, Chio holla at me, like, hey, found, you know, welcome to the team. You know, I got a little vibe going on. Right. You know, so I pull up to the vibe. You know, and I see, oh, immediately, like, hey, they, they professional, but they at the same time, they vibe. You know, if, for I'm me, about. like I, I didn't always see that balance. You right. feel me? It's right. either you nigga, you hood, or, <laughs> or your ass like a bookworm. You right. feel me? So that that's always been a little, you know, area in life that I I've kind of found myself in because you know I be I be on the scene every now and then, like with some some shit that be really going on. Right. You feel me? But right. at the same time, I be on the scene with some. Shit that really going on. I'm talking about like, <laughs> you feel me, you 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 got restaurants like exclusively being open to you, you Correct. feel me type shit. But at the same time, I might bust some noodles open at the crib. You Correct. feel me? Just bitches out real quick. Correct. So anyhow, What's you the know, sauce? Yeah. <laughs> this nigga with the woman <laughs> sauce. Shout out to, oh, I ain't even going to say their name. They ain't got no check for us yet, you know? <laughs> but no, nah, but uh, but nah. going back to the point, though, like, you know, just seeing that element, that balance, like, it was real cool. Right. And so, yeah, we we at the scene, right? So,
1: two-story house. Mm-hmm. It's a vibe on the first floor, vibe on the second floor. And, y'all, you know, like, with me, anytime I'm outside of work in intimate spaces, I got a vet and understand who was in the room. So I don't think I was aware that other people were coming, other people were invited. So I was a little confused on the guest list. And then I I just remember I walked upstairs to like Chio and Peggy and was like, so who are these, like what's going on? Like what's happening right now? Right? what did you say? Nah, cause
0: this nigga come down the stairs like he getting straightened. (laughs) I'm like, you know, I'm a vibe-type nigga. You know, I, you know, I don't be on too much. You feel me? Like, right. I deserve the scene. You feel me? So, I'm like, at the same time, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this nigga a little leeway because I know he work at the school, even though I don't know you. Right. You feel me? But you come down the stairs, like, like you getting straightened. So, I look at Chio because that's the man of the house. You know, I respect game. So, I'm looking like, trying to see what Chio going to say about this goofy-ass nigga walking down the stairs <laughs> talking about, oh, like... What's going on? I like, this everybody got to leave. Like, everybody got to leave. I'm like, nigga, who the fuck is this nigga? You <laughs> feel me? But then, you know, again, what I, man, man, Chio responded to you. Like, he pipes you down. He was like, yo, vibe. Right. You know? right, right, right. But at the same time, he was also kind of goofed off with you right. at, the, at the same time with it, too. So then I realized, like, Chio was like, man, he know how to deal with your ass. You right. feel me? So then I was like, okay, okay, Chio cool with it then Peggy was like cool with it I was like all right cool so and I ain't was, really say nothing to you then because I was like nigga I was really
1: ready to fight no
0: nah, I wasn't no nah, I wasn't ready to fight nigga I was just gonna snap on you <laughs> like nigga so I know, you know you don't just come downstairs like nigga you don't know who in this bitch like you like you was I often take well you know that now you didn't know I knew. I know that now right, you right, feel right. me like I know that now right you feel me but at the same time like Cultural different. you, you right. I mean? You're right. So, we was it was out of line, yeah. You know, it was out of line on both
1: parts. Then, we fast forward, I was also kind of the one known to get everybody together and get the events going. And from that, we really just started a little community. We started vibing, yeah. And then it just vibing, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but now we try to pick up on my lingo and shit, so <laughs> vibing. You know, that's that Appalachian, that's yeah. that
1: Appalachian. But yeah, and then we just stayed in contact beyond and really created a friendship.
0: Exactly. And so, like, again, I think naturally with us both being connected still with, you know, Chio and Peggy, like, even being in the same city, like, conversations would arise, like, you know, about uncomfortable things that people traditionally don't talk about in terms of black culture, you know, black experiencing, um, black experiences, I should say. And, um, that we we found like eclectic right like right. these deep conversations and so you presented an idea you know and i, I give you full credit with that like man we got to put this on a different on, level right yeah. right we got we got to turn this up we got to we got to take these conversations from like us just bullshitting and kicking right. it around and then let the people hear something right you know and they if, if they fucking with it then they'll they'll come on through and if they you not, feel me, they not gonna come through. But they hear not. They hear <laughs> us. You feel me? So again, I feel like when you came through with that idea, you know, about like, yo, we gotta, we gotta have difference of of perspective. Right. You know, something that's like non-traditional, you know, but feed the people something. Right. You know, and so I think like as y'all continue to listen to us, like y'all are, y'all are hear exactly what we saying, like in, in terms of You know, challenging the narratives around sexuality, around gender roles, around uh, black unification, like what that looks like. unearthing blackness. Yeah. Like that is what this is about. Exactly, bro. Like all the tradition, to your
1: point, all the traditional things that we thought we knew, what we've been taught. It's time to unlearn, and it's time to
0: unearth that shit. Exactly, bro. So we, we, we taking the surface level off, and we just introducing conversations that we want the people to continue to have, you know. So when you driving down the road, you know, with your family, y'all hearing us talk, you we want y'all to, you know, open up those conversations, right? Right. You know, what does it mean to be black in this country, you know? Or what does it mean to be black homosexual in this country, you know? And what does it mean to be a supporter, an ally, Someone again. can... don't... You're trying to go deep. I not, not mean...
1: We, this is just the intro, and you I mean, are, right, but <laughs> people...
0: That's what I'm saying. We're going to get the people you know what they want to hear. right. Because I right. think people want to know. They, you and know? they need to know. Exactly. You know, we we got something for the people to to, to hear. So y'all keep tuned, you know.
1: Yeah, stay tuned, because as you all want to see, and again, we're not even here to make it sound like we're the experts. This is literally just giving our viewpoints from our personal experiences we're not best friends so you all are going to see a friendship evolve and kind yeah, of what that looks yeah. like but we're excited like i said we want to truly unearth blackness we want to challenge some narratives we want to change some minds and we want to bring these conversations that be happening via text threads to the front
0: yeah yeah because man you 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 know listening to you and this, your experience is like I, I always say I, res- I got so much respect for you, bro, because you stand boldly in circles and, and 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 amplify voices for people that, like, don't necessarily feel empowered. Right. And I've seen you do that on a professional front. As much as it take to deal with your personality, you feel me? Like, you, you really a stand-up guy in that regard. So, like, on anything, as I was always taught, like, you respect a man on principle. You feel me? And that's all I be telling people, like, I don't care what nobody got going on in their life, you know. Right. You know, I respect the man on principle, and that's what I've seen. And you guys are like, okay, bro, bro, cool. Like, you know, you got your ways and shit, but everybody got their ways, you <laughs> feel right. me? But when it came to, like, how you carry yourself on a professional front, like how you socialize with people, your network, I was like, yeah, that's value. That's the type of people I, I want to connect with. And that's literally, like, that's what even, you know,
1: talked about, this was an idea. And that's why it came to my mind is because I just always found myself in circles where I'm the only one switching and bitching. And I'd be like, wait. And everybody's always like, you're my first gay friend. You're my first gay friend. Yeah. And even thinking about like in high school and middle school, I was always the one that was allowed mm-hmm. to hang out with the crew or to, yeah. you know, wasn't necessarily getting picked on. And I could never understand like why... Am I the exception? And I know that I'm not the exception, you know, mm. across the board because I've definitely had my experiences, but that's what this is about. Like, I want to amplify those voices, and I want people to be able to show up authentically of who they are. Exactly. Regardless if it's at work, in the car, in the studio, like, regardless of where it's at, show up as you. Yeah. Right? And yeah. I think that's what that's what one of our goals are. So to that point, what are you hoping one of the takeaways is for the audience?
0: Man, as I always say, like I'm always focused on like what we can do as a community to unify our front, right? We we got a lot going on in in society that's stacked against us. We got a lot going on, like within our homes, you know, within you know this world as as a as a global community. And so, one of the last things, and I I, I later discovered James Baldwin and um. He just recently, his birthday was just, just the other day, but he uh, said, he was asked, there was something along the lines, of, and don't don't quote me on it, but it was along the lines like, what does it mean to be black in this country? And he was like, to not allow for white people to tell you what to do. And I feel like for so much of what we've experienced is because of White projections on what we're supposed to do, Facts. what we're supposed Facts. to, you know, experience, and we have a lot of like division within our community, right? Because of what colonizers, what white people, what you know, systems of oppressions have been able to do to us, right? And out of that comes, you know, certain behaviors, correct? Right. So you got someone like James Baldwin, who is a powerful voice, you know, that was silenced solely because he was homosexual, correct? Right. And so I. I'm a type of dude, like, I, I look back objectively like, damn, what does that mean? Who am I not connecting myself with? Who could I be, you know, working with? Right. But I have my own, you know, prejudice and block-offs because, again, oh. my experiences. Right. Right? And so I'm just like, here it is. This is an opportunity to show people, you know, that is it's cool. You know, we vibe, we chill. Right. We kick it. You my boy. You feel me? But at the same time, we also... But, like, here's something we want to bring to the community and um, offer as a a hopeful, you know, gift, you know, for the people. (laughs) For the toolkit. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. For the toolkit. So there it is. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the takeaway. Like, I ain't coming after that. Like, I think you just, you covered all the bases, and it's mutual, and we ready, okay? So I think as it relates to what people can expect this season, has already hit on A lot of it from James Baldwin to the silent voices of the movement from tackling some stuff around sexuality and why is that such a big deal and a deal breaker in certain relationships. Oh yeah, unpacking what are deemed safe spaces. Is Mm. the barbershop really a safe space? So Uh, it's gonna be some some difficult dialogue, some Mm. again, out of line conversations, but we ready.
0: Right. We done. You know, so hopefully y'all tune in. You know, y'all listening to two Ds in a pod. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. But, yeah, y'all tune in, man. We, we got some, some great content coming for y'all. We just want y'all to support us. You know, we're not by any means any experts in any of this. We just got two voices that we want to be heard.